0: Welcome to Take Another 5, your weekly podcast on a bit of this and a bit of that, hosted by Donna J. Jodhan. Hi there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to my podcast, Take Another 5. I hope that you are enjoying our weekly episodes as much as we are enjoying bringing it to you and I'd like to thank you for your feedback because it is only through you and with you that we could continue to produce these weekly episodes. I live in Toronto, Canada and I enjoy doing what I do for a living. I am an author, blogger, audio mystery writer, entrepreneur, advocate, and law student. Quite a mouthful, but that's who I am. Well, what's Take Another Five all about? Take Another Five is all about five specific segments that we produce for you every week and these segments consists of a bit of this and a bit of that. First we have the kitchen corner where we present you with recipes that are meant to help you if ever you get or whenever you get into a crunch or in times of an emergency or if you just want to simply create and imagine. Next we have take another five With technology and this is all about apps and low-level technology as I like to call it so you have both ends of the spectrum then we come to segment 3 which is the five minutes mystery then uh, segment 4 is in the end zone with the entrepreneur and this is all about me giving you tips if you're an entrepreneur, um, or you know somebody who is one or wants to become one. This segment is definitely for you. And then segment five. It's all about staying ahead of bullies and scams. And the scams have to do with scam alerts for the week. And. Bullying is all about building awareness about bullying, something that is very unpleasant in our society. And I, as an author, am doing my part to try and help combat bullying. Alright then. So let's move on. And first, I'd like to thank my producer and my marketer. Mike Cicello is my producer, Mike lives in Montreal, and you can contact Mike at m-dsmusic at bell.net, or you can call him at 514-827-9092. Mike is a very pleasant producer to work with. He's very easygoing, very, very, very creative, and I enjoy working with Mike. And then we come to my other main person, Michael Babcock. Mike lives in the United States. He lives in Oregon, a fantastic and creative marketer. Mike will help you to market your podcasts, He will give you suggestions, he will show you where to go and why you should be going there. So, why not give Mike Babcock a chance? And you could contact Mike through his website at www.yourroundpay.com And here's what Mike does, as he says he coaches blind small business owners with building their businesses online and automating the tasks that they don't want to do you know someone like me i don't want to do certain things so here it is mike you go for it all right so now let's move on and as usual i have a question of the day for you And it is this, what is your favorite day of the week? Hmm, I know mine is a Sunday and the reason why is that it is a day that I get to do what I need to do in that I relax, I take it easy, I regroup, I recharge, I meet with friends and family if I have to, but it is a day when I, you know, keep in touch with the Lord, and make sure that um, I'm ready for the next week's work. So Sunday's my favorite day. Some people would prefer Wednesdays because it's the middle of the week. Others would prefer prefer Fridays because it's the end of the week. So tell us, what is your favorite day of the week? Send us your feedback at info, I-N-F-O, at sterlingcreations.ca So now it is time for us to wrap up the mystery and to tell you who did it. And remember now, the mystery for last week was six candles for Summer. And Summer was kidnapped and we wanted to know who kidnapped her, where is she, and why was she kidnapped. So who did it? Summer Stinson is safe and sound. She was put into a, uh, an SUV along with her favorite clothes and favorite toys. The SUV was loaded with lots of other toys and goodies. A teddy bear called Yummy was waiting for summer when she was put into the suv the child had clapped her hands with glee and with delight anne had fallen asleep shortly after this suv had moved off fran langdon justin's wife had hatched a plan with lee the nanny She had gotten her husband Nick, this is Lee, had gotten her husband Nick to make the cell phone calls. Fran Langdon had paid Lee and Nick lots of money to take the child far, far away. She did not want Summer to be part of her marriage. So, there you have it. If you want to refresh yourselves about this mystery, by all means, go to last week's podcast and you will hear all about Six Scandals for Summer and then read what I just, or listen to what I just told you for this week. All right then, I hope you were at least able to solve this mystery or part of it. And if you haven't, don't worry about it. You can learn more about my mysteries, download them, purchase them. Even you can sign up for a monthly subscription of them by going to www.donnajodhan.com. All right, it is time for us to go on to segment one and we'll catch you on the other side. Welcome to my Kitchen Corner. Hey there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and I'm back to start Segment 1, our Kitchen Corner. But before we go on, we need to give a big bouquet of thanks to Mama Peach. Mama Peach is responsible for all of the recipes that I bring to you each week mama continues to share her recipes so generously with everyone so thank you mama for having done this and we hope that you are enjoying our recipes you know it's always nice to have recipes on hand that you can go to whenever you are in a crunch or in case of an emergency or if you know a friend or family member stops by saying you know Do you have a recipe that we can try that we haven't done before? Well, you know, hey, try these recipes out that I bring to you every week and see what you think. For this week, we're going to start with the soups category. And this one is called Butter Nut Squash Apple Soup. So, you need three packages 12 ounces each of frozen cooked winter squash and they, it needs to be thawed and drained for about four hours. Okay. One half, sorry, one half cup of mashed cooked butternut squash. Okay. Two cans about fourteen ounces each of chicken broth, one medium golden delicious apple, peeled cored and chopped, two tablespoons of minced onion, one tablespoon pat brown sugar, one teaspoon of minced fresh sage, or one-half teaspoon of ground sage, either of the two would do, one-quarter teaspoon of ground ginger, one-quarter cup of whipping cream, or half and half cream. Combine your squash, your broth, your apple, your onion, your brown sugar, your sage, and ginger in a crock pot, and cover. Cook on low for six hours, or on high for about three hours until the squash is tender. Working in batches, pour soup into food processor or blender and puree. Stir in the whipping cream just before serving. This makes six to eight servings. Doesn't this sound great on a cold winter's day? Mm-mm-mm. All right, let's go to recipe two for this week and it's from the simple starters category. And this is. Cherry cherry punch. Mm mmm mm, Alright! One 3-ounce package of cherry gelatin mix. One 46-ounce can of pineapple juice. And it's, it's, it has to be chilled. Okay. Let me just say this again. 1 46-ounce can of pineapple apple juice chilled 4 cups of apple juice chilled 3 quarter cup of lemon juice 1 litre of ginger ale chilled Stir together your gelatin mix and cup of hot water in a small bowl until the gelatin dissolves. Pour into a large pitcher and stir in the juices. Chill then when ready to serve add ginger ale to the pitcher. Gently stirring to combine. Garnish each serving with maraschino cherries and lemon wedges if desired. This makes three quarts. Doesn't this sound good too? And this is good for any day, really. It could be on a winter's day. It could be a what, summer's day. It could be a, you know, chilly fall day, super spring day, anything. So there you have it, our recipes. And if you would like to have or send us any feedback, please do so to info at sterlingcreations.ca but in the meantime enjoy the two recipes that we have brought you for this week. Time now for segment two and we'll catch you on the other side. <laughs> Time to take another five with technology. Hey, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to segment two of our podcast, Take Another Five. It's time for us to meet technology. Now, a lot of us don't really like to have to deal with technology, but you know what? It's a reality of life. We don't have a choice. So, Let's get right into it, or dive right into it. And for this week, I have two parts to the technology um, segment. The first is introducing you to an app called Meet the Lose It app. Okay, well, here is an app for those of you who are looking to find ways to lose weight in a meaningful way. And here's how. This is how this app works. All right. The Lose It app helps you to track your weight loss goals and anything else that you may need in order to help you achieve them. You can set a daily calorie budget, record your food intake, and exercise to determine how close you are to your target. It includes motivators, tools to help you keep on track, and social networking features. There are five tabs across the bottom of the screen, and here they are. They're called My Day, log, friends, goals, and more. The my day and the log tabs are p- places where you can afford to have to get the food that you need and eat and exercise you get. Okay? So let me just say that again. The My Day and the Log Tabs are places where you can record the food you eat and the exercise you get, okay? The Friend tabs, Friends Tab is where you can create an account to share food and other um, info with your friends. The Goals tab is where you enter details about your goals and yourself. The More tab is where you can set up preferences, reports, motivators, reminders and more. So, as you can see, the Lose It app is a very nifty little app for those seeking to lose weight. Hmm. And do it in grand style. This app is available at the App Store through your iDevice. Easy, isn't it? Now, why not go out there and make friends with the Lose It app? You won't be disappointed. All right. Let's move on to the next part of our technology segment. And I'm going to introduce you to the kitchen knife with the guide. Okay? Yeah, it does exist. So meet the kitchen knife with the guide. No, no joking. There is a kitchen knife out there that has a guide attached to it and this enables a blind person to use it safely without worrying <coughs> excuse me about cutting oneself that's very important you know this knife is good for anyone not just a blind person it the guide enables a blind person to feel along the blade of The knife and to set how thick or how thin they wish to cut their stuff. It works and I use it all of the time. Once you get used to how to use it, your life becomes just that bit easier in the kitchen. Trust me. So go out there and meet the kitchen knife with the guide. You won't be sorry. All right then, it's time for us to move along. We're moving along pretty quickly this week to segment three, the mystery segment, and we'll catch you on the other side. Jill Jodhan, and welcome to segment three, my five minutes mystery segment. And you can purchase any of my mysteries by going to my online store at www.donnajodhan.com. And my store has lots of things for you to browse lots of mysteries for you to look at and take your time download whichever you want but for this week the mystery that i have chosen for you is called the ice skaters last invitation and without much further ado let's get right into it here is a description he was young, handsome, and a brilliant ice skater. He had had everything going for him, including all of the adoring fans that he had could ever have hoped for. Yet, Kyle Willoughby had been found murdered in his dressing room. He was about to re-rewrite or sorry he was about to retire from the spotlight so what could have gone wrong why who Hmm. let's go to the scene of the crime everyone is crowded around the still figure of kyle willoughby kyle is slumped backwards on a long red bench. His head is at left angles and towards the wall. Mm. His curly blonde hair is quite damp. Much of it is matted with fresh blood. He is dressed in his shirt and underwear. His feet are bare. He and he has been stabbed. A bloody knife lies close by on the floor. There is blood everywhere. Kyle Willoughby is dead. Kyle's older brother, Jake, is standing beside his brother's still figure. He is sobbing quietly and Kyle's wife, Melissa, is close by. And she, too, is sobbing, but more openly. Kaya's ice skates are under the bench. Along with a damp, rolled-up towel. His ice skating costume lies on the floor in a corner. His equipment bag is on the opposite bench. It contains his wallet, towels, and some toiletries. Another damp towel lies next to the equipment bag. A blow dryer lies close by, and Kyle's evening suit hangs in another corner of the room. It is neatly placed on a clothes hanger and on a rack. His socks and shoes are placed under the clothes rack. And there are two special agents standing just inside the door. Kyle's bodyguard has also been murdered. His body lies in the middle of the room. And people are milling around outside. Some are trying to enter. And police are holding them back. A very detailed crime scene here. What could the motives have been for this gruesome murder? Could it have been a settling of accounts? Or someone who was also threatened to murder Kyle for revenge? What could it be? Let's go to the suspects. Well, there is Benny. And who is Benny? He's a bodyguard who has been hired by Kyle. Max Fanucci. He is Jake's associate. Or could it be someone in Melissa's company? Hmm. This is getting more weird by the minute, but you know what? I'm sure you're going to sort this out And before I know it, you're going to solve it. All right. The cause of death. Kyle had died from a fatal stab wound to his heart. He had also sustained serious head injuries. He had died within minutes of his stab wound. Bits of skin were found under his fingernails. He had had some defensive wounds on the back of his hands as well. Kyle's killer had sustained a broken neck. He had died almost instantly. I don't know how this could be, but that's what it is. Hmm. He had sustained a punch to his right eye. His left knee had also been broken. Alright, this mystery is filled with secrets and persons leading double lives. Jake and Kyle Willoughby were very close brothers. Younger brother Kyle was a very, very high-profile ice skater. Older brother Jake was his manager. Unknown to each other, however, they both led double lives. Jake was hooked on loan sharking and gambling, and Kyle had worked as a programmer for a spy agency. Kyle's wife, Melissa, had worked as a researcher for a large pharmaceutical company. She had recently discovered a huge cover-up by her company, and it had involved hundreds of millions of dollars in insider trading and fraud was what she had discovered and she had told a friend who had advised her to go to the FBI and IRS. She had not told her husband about this until but a few hours ago. This was to be Kyle's last appearance on the ice. He had just given the performance of his life. He had called it the last invitation. A huge farewell party had been planned for him on this evening and it was to take place in the grand revolving restaurant on the top floor of this complex where he had just skated. A few hours before Kyle's murder, Kyle and Melissa had shared their secrets with each other. They had decided to leave town as soon as possible. Kyle would ask his employers to help them get away. Older brother Jake was in deep financial woes. He was involved in loan sharking and gambling. But it had not stopped him from being an excellent manager to Kyle. He had become heavily involved in debt, had borrowed heavily from his associate Max Fenucci, and now Max had threatened to kill kill Kyle if Jif, if Jake did not pay back his loan to him. Jake never told Kyle, so as not to worry him. He was as ashamed of himself. He had felt that he had let Kyle down. Unknown to Melissa, her friend had reported her discovery to a higher up in the company and soon this had been reported to the top echelons of the company. A hit had been put out on Melissa and her husband. Kyle Maloney was a left-hander. His bodyguard was a right-hander. You know, this is a lot for you to think about, a lot for you to, um, you know, think and figure out what's going on here, but you know what? This mystery is solvable, and you knew it, I have confidence in you. So. Think about it, and we'll give you some more hints at the end of this podcast. I apologize if this is a bit long, but you know what? Doesn't matter. Go for it. Okay, it's time to go to our next segment, segment four, and we'll catch you on the other side. In the End Zone with The Entrepreneur hey it's donna jill jodhan and welcome to segment four of our weekly podcast take another five and it's time to be with the entrepreneur in the end zone with the entrepreneur and that's me and this week i'd like to give you some suggestions on how to start a personal salon personal salon business think about this you can use this business to do such things as you can go to the home of your customers and perform salon services you can go to the homes of seniors you can go to hospitals and long-term care facilities. You can even offer your services at large corporations. You know, think about it. These are all potential customers for you if you decided to start your own personal salon business. It could be a very rewarding service and trust me when I tell you that these are the types of customers that are constantly looking for people to come to their homes, come to their offices, you know, come to their you know the long-term care facilities, the seniors' homes, to perform salon services. It's a growing market. It's something that if you enjoy these types of um, activities or you know you want to get into this, it's for you, and it's a growing market. So think about it, and we hope that uh, you take this suggestion, tell your friends about it, tell your family members about it, go for it. Okay? Right then, it's a short segment for this one, but that's okay. And it's time now to move on to segment five, which is our final segment for this week. We're really motoring along, along this week, but that's okay. So... We'll catch you on the other side. Help us beat the bullies and the scams. Hey, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to our fifth and final segment for this week of our episode Take Another Five. And it all has to do with scams or scam alerts Scams of the Week and building awareness on bullying. Alright? Okay, so here we go and let's tackle the scam alert first. I'm going to give you a suggestion that you need to be careful with those checks, alright? They are checks that bounce. And these scammers come either by phone, through your snail mail, or they may even show up at your door, alright? They say that they are looking for them to do some services for you some type of quick service anything from dog walking to house cleaning or from gardening and yard cleaning to house sitting no don't take these guys seriously all right if they offer to pay you like via check Don't, don't, don't listen to them. All right? More often than not, these checks will bounce. Just like a rubber ball. Ignore them and just run for the hills. So, in short, what it is, is that they're looking for you to provide them with certain services, as I have outlined above. right so you provide them with these services like dog walking house cleaning stuff like that all right they pay you with a check but the check bounces don't listen to this just run okay good enough i hope uh, that you stay out of the uh, claws of these people it may sound enticing You know they're looking for people to do things for them and you with your kind heart say, i'll do it for you but in essence they're going to scam you okay you are going to provide these services for them and they'll never pay you for it good let's move on to part two of this segment and it all has to do with building awareness on bullying bullying continues to be one of the biggest and most and biggest headaches of our society because more and more people are using the internet. It's called cyberbullying. They're using all kinds of methods to bully others who are more vulnerable. All right. It's all about the importance of hearing from our kids. I don't think that anyone would disagree when I say that our kids are the most affected when it comes to being bullied. This being the case, should we, not be, should we not be giving our kids every opportunity to speak out about bullying? Should we not be giving them a chance to share their thoughts with us? such as things such things as why do they think bullies bully bullies bully others what can we do to help and how can we develop some sort of meaningful campaign Hmm. maybe it is time for us To put ourselves in the shoes of our kids, to walk a mile in their shoes and to understand what really goes on. For if we are unable to fully understand why there is so much bullying among our kids then it would be extremely difficult for us to help them. Yeah. There needs to be involvement by each and every one of us. Not just the kids, but also parents, teachers, friends and family members. And this is why, as a friend, and family members of those who have been bullied in the past. I am heavily involved in the next few months and I am planning to make available ways for kids to talk about bullying and I will continue to use my audio mysteries as part of my personal campaign against bullying. So think about it. Think about it, folks, and really make a commitment to do your part to combat bullying. All right, it's the end of segment five, and it's time for me to wrap up for another week, and I'll catch you on the other side. Hello there, it's Donna-Jill Jodhan and I wanted to stop by just before the closing of our weekly podcast, Take Another Five to ask you this Are you looking for someone to do product reviews for you? Do you find that in order to get to your markets more quickly and more easily, you need to have someone do product reviews for you where they can testify to the appropriateness of your product, to the authenticity of your product, to your product that is a great product and one head above a competition. If you are interested in these things, then please write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca or give me a call at 416-491-7711. In addition, if you are looking for someone to do ghostwriting for you, to write articles, editorials, blogs, or even short stories for you, please give me a call at 416-491-7711 and I would be delighted to chat further with you on how you can use ghostwriting to become more effective with your articles, your blogs, your editorials, and short stories. We're living in a world where things are so busy, where things are so cluttered, and it never hurts for you to get some additional help from someone like myself. So please, call me at 416-491-7711 or write to me at info at sterlingcreations.ca. Thank you. Thank you for having taken another five. We wish you a fantastic day. Hi, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and we've come to the end of another week. Another week is now in the books, and it's time for me to wrap up and send you on your way and wish you a great day and a great rest of the week. But before I leave you... I have to give you some revelations so that it would help you to solve this mystery. The ice skater's last invitation. Who killed Kyle Willoughby? And here we go. It was a right hander that had killed Kyle. Remember now, Kyle was a left hander. Kyle was a left hander and so had inflicted the eye injury to his killer. His bodyguard Benny was a right-hander. Kyle's head was at left angles to the wall. Kyle's nails had a lot of skin underneath it. The party with the most to lose financially had the most to gain from killing Kyle. Yes, there was some sort of conspiracy. But now I'm going to leave it all up to you to figure out who did it. You can follow me on Twitter at Accessible World or at Author underscore Jodhan. And you can like me on Facebook at Donna Johnham or Author Donna Johnham. Hey, thank you very much for stopping by this week. We really appreciate it. We wish you a great rest of the week. Keep a song in your heart and may the winds be at your back. We'll see you next week and thank you very much. Bye bye.